A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but I think no. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are God by faith in His Son. Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 3 7. Victory in the name which is above every name. No exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme. Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name. Get out here right now. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog, episode 74. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. Um, today's episode of the Master's Dog is probably going to be pretty short. Uh, the video that we're responding to from Saints Unscripted is another one of those that it is a controversy, but not so much. So we're going to get into that. Again, The Master's Dog is a podcast where I deal with false teachers, false teachings. Uh, mainly a lot of what I deal with is the Saints Unscripted Faith and Belief segment of their podcast and uh, responding to those segments. So a lot of Mormonism stuff with a few other false teachers thrown in here and there. Also, the False Teacher of the Week uh, comes out of the Master's Dog podcast. So um, all that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump into this. This is whether or not uh, the Book of Mormon gets it wrong on where the birthplace of Jesus is. Because again, we all know he's born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem, the Book of Mormon says, uh, born at the land of Jerusalem. So David is going to give you some explanations on how that really isn't wrong. And then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it at the end. So, uh, with no further ado, let's go ahead and let 
David uh, do his thing. Hey guys, so the controversy we're going to talk about today stems from a verse about Jesus Christ in the Book of Mormon. Alma 7.10 says, And behold, he shall be born of Mary at Jerusalem, which is the land of our forefathers. I have four fathers. I thought I was lucky to have one. In the words of Weldon Langfield in his 1941 work, The Truth About Mormonism, Every schoolboy and schoolgirl knows Christ was born in Bethlehem. The great Campbellite minister Alexander Campbell wrote that Joseph Smith says Jesus was born in Jerusalem. Great must be the faith of the Mormonites in this new Bible. More recently, the Christian Courier wrote that the plagiarizing inept author slips and names Jerusalem as the birthplace of Jesus Christ, rather than Bethlehem. They call it a colossal blunder. You fell victim to one of the classic blunders! So let's take a closer look and see if this blunder is quite as colossal as some would have you believe. Okay. It's not really... All right, so first of all, let's take another look at Alma 7.10. It says, Christ shall be born of Mary at Jerusalem, which is the land of our forefathers. Sometimes in the Book of Mormon, there's a difference between the land and the city. For example, Alma 47.20 says, And it came to pass that Amalickiah marched with his armies to the land of Nephi, to the city of Nephi, which was the chief city. Mormon is pointing out here that there were multiple cities within the land of Nephi and the city of Nephi was the chief city. So going back to Alma 7.10, Jerusalem is referred to as the land of our forefathers. It is not referred to here as the city of our forefathers. It's totally reasonable to assume this verse is referring to a wider region around Jerusalem instead of just the city. Just as the land of Nephi refers to a wider region than the city of Nephi. Bethlehem is about 5.1 miles away from Jerusalem. You can literally walk from downtown Jerusalem to downtown Bethlehem in less than two hours. And in case that isn't enough, let's talk about the Amarna letters. The Amarna letters are essentially a bunch of diplomatic documents written on clay tablets that were sent between leaders from the ancient Near East and ancient Egypt. The first tablets were discovered in Egypt in 1887, well after the death of Joseph Smith, and they date back to about the 14th century BC. The Amarna letters talk about all sorts of different things, but Amarna letter number 290 says something very interesting. It's a letter from Jerusalem talking about enemy troop activity in the region. Check this out. But now even a town of the land of Jerusalem, Bitlami by name, a town belonging to the king, has gone over to the people of Keilah. Bitlami is widely accepted by scholars to be Bethlehem. If that's true, this letter is specifically indicating that Bethlehem is a town belonging to the land of Jerusalem. And the truth shall set you free! If we're looking for something a little closer to Book of Mormon times, we can turn to one of the Dead Sea Scrolls, which... Okay, again, I mentioned this every few episodes, and it, it needs to be mentioned. The whole issue of putting in these little funny video clips. Now, granted, they're... The target audience is millennials that apparently millennials have like no attention span so they need these things but also what it does is it lessens the it it, it takes what they're talking about and it, it it doesn't make it ridiculous but it it brings it into a place where as you're watching it and you see things that are ridiculous you go, okay, maybe this isn't such a big deal because they make light of the entire situation. So um, that's just something that they do that, that really bothers me. It it actually irritates me quite a bit to go through and have all these little dumb clips. I mean, 
I get sound effects and stuff like that that people play in their podcasts and stuff like that. But this is just, again, it, it's a, enough of a distraction to draw away from what they're actually talking about. And it really is just kind of a psychological uh, maneuver that they do to make it seem like what they're talking about isn't such a big deal. Which talks about the Babylonian invasion of the kingdom of Judah, which happened soon after the Book of Mormon prophet Lehi left Jerusalem. The scroll says, Jeremiah the prophet from before the Lord, there's a break in the scroll, they were taken captive from the land of Jerusalem and went to Babylon. Now, non-Latter-day Saint scholars Robert Eisenman and Michael Wise believe that this reference to the land of Jerusalem actually refers to the wider kingdom of Judah. They wrote that the reference actually greatly enhances the sense of the historicity of the whole scroll, since Judah by this time consisted of little more than Jerusalem and its immediate environs. Due to its proximity to Jerusalem, I think one of those environs was Bethlehem. But anyway, since Lehi and his family left Jerusalem around this time, it's no surprise that the Book of Mormon talks about the land of Jerusalem in similar terms. And just as those scholars viewed that reference as evidence of the historicity of the Dead Sea Scroll, many Latter-day Saints believe this kind of language also actually enhances the historicity of the Book of Mormon. Most critics find that laughable. <laughs> Though it's worth noting that according to one of the most popular anti-Latter-day Saint sources on the web, the fraudulent author of the Book of Mormon may have adopted this pattern of writing in order to enhance its sense of historicity. So, on one end of the spectrum, you've got critics saying Alma 710 was an obvious mistake, rendering the Book of Mormon unbelievable. And on the other end, you have critics saying Alma 710 was actually a subtle and intentional attempt to make the Book of Mormon look more believable. Where do my forefathers hear about this? As for me, I think Joseph was just telling the truth about where the Book of Mormon came from. That said, none of this information proves the Book of Mormon is true, and it's not meant to. But at the very least, it should show that Latter-day Saints have more than enough perfectly logical reasons to believe that Alma 710 is far from a colossal blunder by a false prophet. On the contrary, the language fits quite comfortably in an ancient context. It makes sense to me, but as always, you're free to believe as you see fit. Check out the links in the description for more info on this topic, and have a great day. Alright, so, just a couple of things on this. One, there aren't that many apologists, uh, Christian apologists, who deal with Mormonism, who even use the whole land of, of Jerusalem, city of Bethlehem, any of these things, in a real serious manner. There's far more things in the Book of Mormon that we can look at. Again, the anachronisms that are there, the plagiarism that are, is there, the, the the quote at the beginning that the, the plagiarizing author, or whatever, however they... They termed that um, is true. The Book of Mormon is heavily plagiarized, uh, so there's there's all kinds of things. Um, just the lack of of geographical ev evidence, any of those things, the lack of artifact evidence that any of this happened on the American continent is enough to prove the Book of Mormon wrong. We really don't need one little uh, thing about where Jesus was born, but. Again, when you look at the way that the Mormons say that the Book of Mormon was translated and so on, and you know, again, now, I guess if that's the way Lehi would have written it, so be it. That's the way it was written and that's the way it was translated. But 
there's a couple of things. It's been a while since I've read the Book of Mormon, so I, I can't remember if Alma comes before or after um, Jesus' visit to the um, to the Americas. And I don't have a Book of Mormon in my immediate vicinity to open it up and take a look. So, but understanding that Jesus being born of Mary and, and the information that they would have had in the Americas, it would have had to have come from Jesus himself when he came. And so I think with, again, with the uh, prophecy in, in uh, Micah talking about um, Bethlehem being the birthplace of, of Jesus, of the Messiah, um, and Jesus himself coming to the Americas, you would think that it would be, I mean, I would expect that they would write down Bethlehem as the birthplace rather than the this, this land of Jerusalem or any of those things because that would be the information that they have, especially coming from Jesus. And if, you know, God gave prophecy to Micah about Bethlehem, why would, if this, if, if again, if this is Alma as a pro prophetic um, wording, would it not, would God not give the same specificity? Did I say that right? <laughs> so again, there's so many things, I mean, but this is not something that we argue very much. I have never had a conversation with a, an LDS person where this topic has come up. I mean, things out of Mosiah, the nature of God has have, has come up, um, and and lots of other things in the Book of Mormon have have come up as as topics to to either contradict the the veracity of the Book of Mormon or not. This never has. This has not been. I mean, I knew it was there and I've heard it, but this is not something that I have ever heard any. Uh, evangelist or apologist worth their salt use this as an arguing tool to prove the Book of Mormon to be wrong because there's so much other stuff. So again, and where he says, well, this doesn't actually prove the Book of Mormon wrong, right to be correct, but, and that's not what it's intended to do. The reality is, is it is. The, the only reason they talk about it is to try to add more and more validity to the Book of Mormon. And ultimately, they're trying to convince you that it is true. Again, they're always going to fall back on, well, you need to pray about it. You need to read it and pray about it. And the Holy Spirit will, uh, will manifest to you generally through a burning in the bosom and so on is how they, they ultimately, because they can't prove. So there it is, guys. I mean, again, it was one of those episodes where I'm like, if I hadn't made the commitment to respond to every single one of these I probably would have just skipped over it. But, again, trying to be a man of my word and commit to respond to every single episode of the Faith and Beliefs on the Saints Unscripted podcast, there it is. So, hope it was helpful. Um, if you have any other questions or anything like that, you can get with me in the comments um, or hit me up on Twitter at EvangelicalNorm or Norm Dunham on Facebook. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like uh notifications, do all that stuff. Uh, you get all the information, all the content that I put out on a weekly basis from the Evangelical Norm YouTube channel or, you know, subscribe. Uh, at, uh, well, Google Play has gone away. So uh, Google Podcasts, 
iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, anywhere where you get your podcast, you can get the audio version of this podcast as well. So thanks for listening, guys. As always, preach the, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.